listen, the vows say, for better or for worse, for richer or for poor, for in sickness and in health. But this statistic just said that us men here, when things get bad, we, we get up out of there. And one of the things that my wife had said to me a while ago, she said, you, you know, she was just saying is people need to be careful who they're marrying. Oh, yeah. Because you better know that whoever it is that you marry, that if you get sick or something happens to you, that they're going to stick with you. Marriage Reloaded starts now. Hello, 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 everyone. We're glad to be with you today for the Marriage Reloaded podcast, and we're excited. We're excited today to just be able to get on and share with you today. So we want you to just gather around your table right now, gather around your living room or on your phone or wherever you are out there in, in, you know, in, in, the, in the land, and we want you to just gather around and just just come in with us today as we as we begin to share today. So how are you doing today, honey? I'm good. Hello, everyone. All right. Wonderful thing. Yeah, you're looking beautiful as usual. Thank you. My bride, my rib, mm. my other half, mm-hmm. my soulmate, yeah. the person that God God gave me. Thank God. <laughs> God gave me. And it doesn't mean that just because God gave gave me gave you that person that it's going Get to it be now. perfect. <laughs> but it is a blessing to just have that other person that you can walk through life together with. Yes. So we are here today and to share with you on the Marriage Reloaded podcast. We have some exciting things to share with you yes. today. I'm so excited about it. We've done our research, and these are not just something that we're talking about off the top of our heads, yes. but we've done our research, and, and these things are, are, are things that we've looked up at. There are t- t- statistics behind them. So we're going to share with you today. But the first thing that we want to do is we always like to open up with a word of prayer because with a word of prayer because we want to acknowledge God in all things that we do. This is not our ministry. This is God's ministry. Absolutely. So we're going to open up in a word of prayer. Let my wife go ahead and or not let you, but okay. just ask you. I know. Can exactly. you open up in a word I know of prayer? What he's, what he I'm not saying <laughs> let her. I don't let her do anything. She does, you know, what God wants her to do. You're doing a lot of talking, a lot of explaining. Yes. (laughs) Let's open up with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, God, for another opportunity to just share your word through marriage. We know, God, that we can't do this without you. And you are the threefold cord that is not easily broken. And God, we ask that you would just have your way in this time. Let us be able to explain clearly. Let those on the other side of the screen be able to receive. God, we thank you for life-changing things that happen today. God, we ask that you will be the threefold cord and those that are not ma- I mean, those that are married in their marriage and those that are not married that are watching, that you will prepare them for their mates. We ask that you would just have your way today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right. So today we want to we want to get get into this subject with you today. We've been doing a series called A Beautiful Marriage because we believe that God wants us to have a beautiful marriage. For those that are married, those that are aspiring to get married, whatever the case may be, we God wants us to have a beautiful marriage. God ordained marriage. He ordained the family before he even uh, ordained the church. So family and marriage is something that is 
an institution from God. Yes. And so we want to talk about today. Today, we're talking about a beautiful marriage. And one of the things that was really critical for us to, that we wanted to share today is about health and wellness oh, yeah. in marriage. Mm-hmm. This is a critical thing yeah. of, about your health and marriage. This is a big one. And so we wanted to start out by just, you know, talking about some of the things that we were just just going over in our in our minds. Uh, we've heard and personally witnessed many couples who have been adversely affected by bad health in their marriages. Yeah. So we decided to tackle this subject today. Mm-hmm. We know people personally, per- yeah. people that are married, and we and we pray for people that are that were dealing with health issues in their marriage. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to give the marriage community something to glean from to get get, uh, get on top of your health. Yeah. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Or uh, you want me to do you, I can just go I on and go on. Okay, okay, fine. You got all the notes. <laughs> so we want to talk about see, we don't want to just like I said talk to you about things that just off the top of our heads are things that we feel. Mm-hmm. We want to tell you what the, the statistics say. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Listen to these recent studies from the University of Michigan. Listen to this. It says that one third of marriages in the United States are affected by bad health, dealing with a sickness, sick spouse, or health issues. One third. And that's in the United States of marriages are affected by bad health. Also, this is an interesting statistic. 20.8% of men will divorce a spouse over illness. But in contrast, only 2.9% of women leave over illness. That's not good. Now, listen, the vows say for better or for worse, for richer Richer or for poor, for in sickness sickness and and in health. health. But this statistic just said that us men here, when things get bad, we we get up out of there. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that my wife had said to me a while ago, she said, you you know, she was just saying is people need to be careful who they're marrying. Because you better know that whoever it is that you married, that if you get sick or something happens to you, mm-hmm. that they're going to stick with you. Mm-hmm. But this statistic just said that 20.8% of men leave or divorce when, when their spouse gets sick. sick. But the, the contrast, women, two, only 2.9%. Women, when you get sick, they stick in there. They're going to oh, yeah. stick with you until yeah. you get better. And so... You want to yeah. just I did want to elaborate on that even when I was in in school they were just talking about how men marry for looks they marry for they, they like to marry uh, younger women mm-hmm. um, these are things that they look for um, men like to um, you know get someone that is like a dime piece so they say or just a model piece um, sometimes it's not for love it's for you know what they want. But what happens is, and I know this all too well, just even dealing with married couples on a, a regular basis, when the when the looks fade, mm. or if the woman gains weight, or mm-hmm. you know, and I believe that we should keep our ourselves intact, right. but we are going to get old, right, right, and things are going to happen. The body is going to change. You're not going to be the same youthful. The women's breasts sitting all the way up like when <laughs> they were a teenager in the Coca-Cola shape or whatever. Um, that's going to change, you right. know, even if you still have a nice shape, you're still going to get older. And you get little wrinkles in your skin. You get wrinkles. And the men like go through midlife crisis just right. like women do. Men can get but the bellies. Of, 
You know, men yeah. kind of sometimes we get the bellies. And I'm not saying it. I'm just saying it happens. We have our stuff too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We be kind of yes. looking at the women all the time yes. and saying, well, this is happening to you and you don't look this way anymore. But, you know, right. women have, you know, women go through a lot of the changes in their bodies. They have babies and all types of different things. Yeah. You know, so we have to do the best we can to take care of our temples. But men, we go through our stuff too. But men you know? are visual. And that's the truth. And we are visual as well. But a lot of times, if you are sick, and I used to tell my husband this because just dealing with different people, a lot of times the men will jump ship first. They will leave. The women are apt to stay, to take care of the, their spouse, and to be there and to be committed. But this for better or worse, rich or poor, in sickness and in health, as long as we shall live, does not abide for everybody. Right, right. And a lot of times men will leave. Oh, she just gained weight. Oh, she used to be, her hair used to be all the way down on her behind. Oh, she bald-headed now. She fat. She this. She that. Oh, she's she's old. She's wrinkly. They look for a new model. As, right. Uh, Edward Lewis Cole said. Rest in, in peace. His, yeah. Yes, in his book. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, he did say that. He said yeah. that uh, a lot of times when, when men don't value, don't look at their wives with the right value, mm -hmm. they'll look at their wife as a model, as a, like buying a car. new car. Mm -hmm. He said he compared it to a car. And what happens is over time when that car gets what they consider getting old or whatever used or whatever they'll start looking for a new model yes. you know so that that does happen but and I, always, I also wanted to add that I, I I said this after dealing with very you know the various couples that you need to be careful who you marry because if something happens to your spouse it, the woman if something happens to the woman men are apt to leave faster I didn't sign up to be a caretaker but the vows that we say are for better, for worse, richer, or poor, in sickness and health, as long as we both shall live. But nowadays, they're writing their own vows. So some of that is not in the vows that they commit to each other now. But the original vows that we did, mm -hmm. if my spouse gets sick, I'm there for you. Right. And if something happens to you as a woman, you need to know that your spouse is going to be there. Yeah. Now we're not we can't predict everything, but just knowing the things that you go through when you're dating and you start to see little signs, you have to pay attention to that because you don't want somebody that's going to jump ship if you get sick. Right. And, and and you can see that the women are a little bit more committed to the to to the marriage um, because they want to be there for better or worse. Right. Poor. And I'm not you, saying all women. Do yeah, that. because and on the other hand, you do have it said 20.8 percent, so you do have that 79.9, close to 80 percent, yeah, close, close to 80, 80. that that yes. stick in there. Yeah, yeah, we're you gonna know? give them their props. Yeah, so we, you we know, we all them. all of us men don't run off. You know yeah, what I mean? We say that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and then this here's another thing that they said: married people tend to live longer. Two percent of the men and 20 percent no. of the women. 20.8% of the men. Okay. Is women is less. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah. Oh, the 79% stay. Yeah, okay. 79. There are that 79% yeah, yes. that still stay in yes. there. That's okay. what I'm saying. I'm but sorry. of course, women, it's more women. It's probably like if we said 2.9%, that means like 98 point whatever or 97.7% of Go men women. stay there. Yes. You know, compared to the men, which is We're 79. We're so committed. <laughs> so, but the, um, the next thing is, is that it says married people tend to live longer than unmarried mm. and this is the reason they said uh a person that's not married single person uh that's out there maybe hopefully i'm not saying everybody does this but they said sleeping with multiple partners is unhealthy oh, yeah. uh a, a single person 
many times, hopefully, they don't, they don't, they don't have, they don't have anybody to be a partner to be accountable to. Not saying that if you're single is, you know, but this, this is what the statistics say okay. that you don't really have a person to be accountable to that's going to yeah. say to you, hey, you need to stop eating that or mm. that's not good. And then uh, the other thing that they said is being alone is is not is not mentally healthy. Mm. Being by yourself. That's why the Bible does say it, it's not good for man to be alone. That yeah. does not mean that you have to be married. But you do need to have some close friends that you can be accountable exactly. to. So everybody may not want to be married, but you need to have somebody that you can be accountable to concerning yeah. your health. Yeah. So that's very important. And then one of the biggest issues with health in marriage is our diet. Mm. My God, when I begin to look up the stuff about the diet and how yeah. their diet affects us, mm -hmm. you're going to be blown away. Yeah. Here it says you find that many couples who are experiencing chronic illness, many couples are experiencing chronic illness illnesses in their marriage, high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, obesity, heart problems. Yeah. And now listen, listen to what the CDC said. In 2021, one in six deaths uh, from cardiovascular disease was due to strokes. Mm. Every 40 seconds, someone in the United States has a stroke. Every three minutes and 14 seconds, someone dies of a stroke. Every year, more than 795,000 people in the United States have a stroke. Wow. About 610,000 of these are first or new strokes. And then it says 85% of strokes are a result of bad blood flow, clogged arteries. Yeah. And the last one says $56.5 billion are spent on stroke hospital care. Big. So this is an epidemic, my friends, yeah. that is going on, big. not just in, in in marriages, but in period in, in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. All this money and all these things and all these people are perishing. It's like what we're putting in our mouths is literally taking us to our graves. Yeah. But, it's, but we're looking at marriages today. That means that we have to do better at taking care of ourselves. Yes. We have to begin to look at this thing and say, hey, this is some serious stuff right yeah, here. Yeah. This is not just some, oh, you know, yeah, a lot of people know. This is serious. And we have to be accountable to each other. You know, my husband started getting up, going to the gym. I started following him. You know what I'm saying? Because blood pressure, diabetes, all of these things. On the flip side, you have to watch the, the, uh, the sugar intakes. Mm -hmm. You have to watch the butter. You know, we, some, somebody that I know loves a lot of butter. And so, you know, uh, you know how many new, you know that you can be really small and not healthy? Yeah. And you can be really big and not healthy. And you can be bigger and healthy. I don't eat like a lot of people do. Your metabolism slows down, so you got to do more. There's a little bit of walking, a little bit of exercise, a little bit of eating right can make things better. Yeah, and that's yeah. what we are, we work on that. We work on that all the time, daily, because it is an addiction. Sugar is an addiction. Food can be an addiction. Um, these things can affect our health because of the taste and how it, you know, how it makes us feel. But there's another feeling that we get also, you're gonna talk about that, when we eat food, how do we feel after we eat it? Sometimes you feel really good but then other times you feel really bad and you have to pay attention to that. Yeah, we have to begin to, we have to understand that the things that we're eating, yeah. I mean, you got, uh, if you're eating a lot of fast food, it's not good, you know, because there, it's a lot of, that food is like processed. Yeah. A lot of processed food, a lot of food with saturated fats in it, a lot of food with salt, high salt content, uh, a lot of, there's a lot of food out there 
that is considered to be an alternative for some things that you eat, but then what they have to do is they have to put a lot of additives and preservatives in it to make it last and to make it taste a certain way. Yes. But we find out that those additives and preservatives that mm-hmm. they put in the food is causing sickness yes. to come up in your body. Yes. So we we it's dire that we begin to pay attention to what we're putting in our mouths because we literally the, the fork is like the tool that we're yes. using to kill ourselves. Right. And we want to be healthy in marriage because if I'm if I'm with you mm-hmm. and the whole time I'm with you I'm I'm just always sick. I'm always dealing with sickness. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a burden on you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And and I don't mind taking on the burden, but I would rather us to, uh, to, to begin to, to do things it. to reverse that, to practice some healthy habits. And it affects your marriage. It affects your sex life, you know, yes. blood pressure pills and, um, you know, diabetes. It is. It affects it. Yes. Those things can be reversed with diet. It yes. can be reversed with exercise. It can re- be reversed with food, food can be our medicine. Yes, and and I'm I'm learning more and more about it. Um, and I look up videos a, a lot because it is important that we find a way to live healthy, yes. healthier, the best way that we can on this mm-hmm. earth. Yeah, and we just I just realized I just found out that even the frozen veggie uh, fruits and fruits. stuff that mm-hmm. we were getting to make our smoothies mm-hmm. have additives and yep. preservatives. Yeah, I should have known that. But it's easy. You go in the store and you pick it up and you do this. It's better to buy the fresh fruits fresh and fruit. vegetables mm-hmm. and freeze them yourself. Yes. And you have to also be careful of the genetically modified yes. fruits and vegetables. Yes. The seed in it. The seed. No, the Bible says that the, the, the seed is in seed. itself. And now if you're eating stuff and there's no seed in then it, it's, genetically, it's genetically modified. modified. So you don't know what, I mean, this, you don't know what this stuff is doing to, doing to you. And this, how, this is how it affects us in marriage when your partner is not healthy, when you have to take care of them, vice versa. We're going to do what we need to do, but there's a lot of things that are affecting, especially the men. Yeah. And they're having to take that little blue pill, all yeah. kind of things. Yeah, because because of the you, see, you know when you have high blood pressure, mm-hmm. that means there's a problem with your blood flow. Exactly. So what you have to do is start taking the blood pressure medicine. Then the blood pressure medicine has an effect on your body. Exactly. So then you have what they call erectile dysfunction. Right. And that affects your marriage. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's it's not about marriage. Is not a just only about sex. Right. But you know what I'm saying? If you can't, it, the man feels a certain way too. Men feel a certain way. Like right. man, I, I I I'm not working. My, I'm not working. My stuff is not working. Right. Right. And, and and so it affects his his you know his you know self esteem a little bit because he yeah. feel like I'm a man and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So these this is why we have to begin to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have to begin to look at this stuff in a different light. Yeah. I don't want to just just be going through life eating. A lot of people do this. A lot of people eat bad and just continue to take the pills. Instead of saying, let me change how I eat. Yeah. Let me start paying attention to what I'm putting in my mouth so that I'll feel better. Yeah. You know, and that and that's the important thing is to change. See, and we have, a lot of times we do this also as believers. We pray for God. We say, Lord, heal me. Heal me, Jesus. Heal me. But we still keep doing the same stuff that's keeping us sick. Yeah. God wants to you see God will heal you, but you have to change the course. Yeah. Knowledge is power. Yeah. And, and the thing of it is, is that it tastes so good. It does. Oh, my goodness. They say, um, our old pastor used to say this all the time, sweet in the mouth and sour, sour in, in the, the belly. belly. The Bible says that. The Bible says mm-hmm. it. Okay, we're not just going to call it on a man, right? Yeah, yeah. 
in Proverbs. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And cause, uh, and so it's it's so it's so important. Mm -hmm. It's so important to pay attention to these things. Yeah. And the, you know, you and see, I'm telling you, it's so much food out there. I mean, you got honey buns and donuts and cookies and you know, almost my thing is sweets. I I I, I love the sweets. My things is carbs. The, I, the carbs turn into sugar. Yeah, the sweets are so. Good. It's so good <laughs> going into the mouth. Ice cream and all these different things. But any, like my wife said earlier, anything in excess, right, is is not good for you. It's I'm not, not saying bad. you got to stop eating these right. things. Right. But any, the, but you still got to pay attention to what's in the stuff. But anything in excess, right. you know, another thing that she was talking about earlier that I was going to talk about is, is that, you know, we have to pay attention to how our food makes us feel. Oh, yeah. And I remember at one point this last year, I was eating a lot of pork, just eating a lot of pork chops and bacon and this. And I started having headaches. Mm -hmm. I was having headaches and I was feeling sluggish. Yeah. And I said, man, I told my wife, I told my wife, because that's my accountability person. I said, I'm going to have to cut this pork out. Yeah. Because I was, I was just, every time I went to the restaurant, bring me the pork chops. You know what I'm saying? So I started paying attention to these things. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to cut that out, because I, I pay attention to how food makes me feel. If you feel as sluggish and tired all the time, you don't have any energy, you need to see what you're eating. And you got to get those physical checkups. I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not even going to go deep No, with that. yeah, that's fine. But I go really ahead. feel like, you know, get the physical, go see what's going on on the inside and begin to do the work. I'm not saying take all of the medicines and all that because food can be your medicine. Yes. But I do know that, you know, we we got to do our part. And, you know, as we get older as women, you know, for me, my, metas my metabolism slowed down. So I have to do the exercise. I have to eat right. I don't, my husband will tell you, I don't eat meat. You know, I might have turkey occasionally, but I'm not a meat eater. Um, it's not because I don't want to eat it. God spoke to me about, you know, changing the way that I eat. Meat. You know, it has been, you know, in the beginning it was a struggle, but now there is, so, I feel better. Mm-hmm. I feel better. I don't feel sluggish. I don't feel like I can't think clear. Mm -hmm. The only time I feel like that I can't think clear is if I stay up late. And, and that's something that I do a lot because I'm studying a lot. But we have to do everything in balance. There's nothing wrong with having a piece of cake or you know eating something, maybe even having a pork chop every now and then. Uh, you bless it. But all the time, it's that, that is when we get in trouble. So for me, I know that I can't eat certain things. Like I just love chips and popcorn and all that. So I can't have that a lot. So I don't bring a lot of that in the house. I bring it in there every now and then. But I don't bring what I know that I cannot handle because my blood pressure goes up, you know, and different things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So there are things that we can do yep. to work on. And when I'm, when I'm not feeling good, my husband is so concerned. He's asking me every two minutes, are you okay? And, um, and I do the same for him. But we must take control of how our health is. We have the power to do it. Yeah. And, you know, and this, just like you were saying, uh, this is this real life statistics. I keep messing up the word. 55% of men overall don't see a doctor regularly. 55%. 63% of African-American men don't get regular checkups. You see, so men, we we are we're in we're in some trouble. And she, like she said, I, I, you know, I've gone to get checkups, but I haven't gone regularly. I'm gonna be honest, you know, because I'm like I feel good, I feel good, my body's good. But you know, 
uh, I, I have to go and get my regular checkups, my regular physical. You know, even and if I, I feel good, it doesn't matter. I need to see what's going on in my and body. I'm constantly on him about that because it is so important just to get your checkups yes. to make sure that everything is functioning in the proper order. Yeah. Now, we want to get to the cure because we, we, we have a little, a little bit of time left. Uh, number one, we said find a good physician and get your physical. That's number one. Yes. We have these here. Number two, change your eating habits. Get on a vitamin regimen mm -hmm. and realize that food is an addiction, yes. especially sugar and other things. Uh, cut back drastically on alcohol consumption. If you're a person that drinks alcohol, you need to cut back on that. Uh, if you smoke cigarettes, cigars, marijuana, uh, make a plan to stop because it's killing you softly, as they say, or slowly. Mm -hmm. So you might just think I'm smoking this cigarette. You might smoke cigarettes and live a long time, but uh, you know you, you won't be in the best of health. Mm -hmm. And then number three, become active. Mm -hmm. Walking, going to the gym. We go to the gym together. Yeah. Uh, getting uh, gym, If you don't go to the gym, get gym equipment. Yes. Get moving. Get a sport, tennis, basketball, golf, or something. But the main thing is get moving yeah, so that you have, can have better health. They have chair exercises now, wall Pilates, I mean, YouTube videos. I mean, there are a plethora of, of information. There is a plethora of information out there. out there. And you don't have to kill yourself. Just be active. Be active. And so uh, this is all the time that we have today. We just wanted to give you a little bit of information to help you get on track. Uh, in your life, in your married life, or whether you're a single person, to get yourself on track. Take this information. Go look it up for yourself. It's out there so that you can begin to understand that you can have better health. And you're having good health in marriage is going to help your marriage to thrive and help you to have a beautiful marriage. So we want to thank you again for uh, just joining us today. And we'll see you next time on the Marriage Reloaded Podcast. We love you.